Living your life as both a spiritual teacher and spiritual student is not about learning or becoming anything. It's about remembering and living as the truth you are. With deep conviction and enthusiasm, Reverend Randy Thickey guides and encourages others to go within to their intimate space to find their infinite truth. Welcome to I Am Spirit Creating. Today is Palm Sunday. And it amazes me that in the Gospels there are 89 chapters. The first four, or only four of them, cover the first 30 years of Jesus' life. The remaining 85 cover three and a half years, but of those 85, 29 cover simply the last week of Jesus' life. One-third of all of the Gospels talks about this one week, this week that we begin today. That's two-fifths of Matthew. That is three-fifths of Mark. One-third of Luke and almost half of John that focuses on that which begins today, Palm Sunday. A week where we begin to witness. A week where we are taken on a journey we are part of a trial. We witness crucif crucifixion and crucifixion. And we realize resurrection. The date would have been April 6th, 32 AD. The day would have been April 6th, 32 AD, and it was Palm Sunday. It was the day of the feast to begin Passover. You see, all the Jews of all the lands surrounding Jerusalem knew that there were three times a year that they must be at the temple. And that was Passover, Pentecost, and the Feast of the Tabernacle. They knew that every year at these three times they must arrive to the temple to do the same thing. They took the same route. They performed the same rituals. They said the same prayers. And on this day, I have to believe that they were bored to death by religion. You see, I know they were bored to death by religion because word got around the temple that Jesus was coming. And most left the temple, they left the ritual, they left the same old thing, the same old route, the same old prayers to join and go to the streets leading into the temple so they too could bear witness to Jesus. You see, Jesus was a breath of fresh air in a stale and stagnant religious experience. Yes, Jesus was coming and the word had got out, and the people were yearning for something new. They wanted something different. They wanted something that was more alive and not something that just seemed so dead. And so as I think about that day and I think about Jesus arriving, I can't help but go to earlier in the book of John and remember the words of John the Baptist. I am a voice of one calling in the wilderness. Make straight the way for the Lord. 
I am the voice of one calling in the wilderness, make straight the way for the Lord. Prepare the way. Prepare the way for the Christ. Prepare the way for Jesus, for he is coming. Prepare the way for the Christ within you and the Christ within me. The scripture goes as following. When we, when we read chapter 11, it says, As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you. And just as you enter, you will find a colt tied there. Untie it and bring it here to me. And if anyone asks you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord needs it and will send it back shortly. I've read the scripture so many times, but yesterday as I was going through for today's service, I, I, I focused in on those words, go to the village ahead of you. Go to the place that we haven't been yet. Go to the place where I haven't even taken you yet. Go to a place that may be unfamiliar. Go to a place that may be a new adventure. And do this for me. You see, it amazes me that April 6th, 32 AD, the Christ, Jesus, was saying, go ahead of me. Go to that which is unfamiliar. Go to that which you don't know yet. And for me, we're being posed and asked the same question today. Because I don't know about you, but for the last few weeks, I've been in a place that is very unfamiliar. You see, I think that today we are being given the same demand, being given the same dilemma, and we are being asked to go boldly into unfamiliar territory. We're being asked to journey into a place that is new, a situation that we've never witnessed before. And to embrace new experiences and to ex embrace new things. We are being asked to have blind faith, irrepressible faith intrepid faith. It's Palm Sunday and we're being asked to focus on what's ahead of us. You see, the beauty about this story and as I continued to read, I realized that it was never about the people that were following Jesus. It was never about the people that were behind Jesus. It was about those who were bold enough to step in front of the Christ. Those who were bold enough to lead the way. Those who were bold enough to place the palm so gently on the ground and to make the journey straight for the Lord as he approached. It's about those who walked before him. It's about those who, like John the Baptist, chose to be a voice in the wilderness, those who were preparing to make a way for the Lord those who were preparing to be guided and be led not by Jesus, 
but by what they were being called to do, who they were being called to be in that moment at that time. I can't help but think that today we are being asked to make a way. Make a way for love. Make a way for hope. Make a way for truth. Make a way for life. Knowing that as we move forward, Jesus stands. And the Christ stands right here. But points for us to go ahead. Points for us to go into a new journey. Points for us to go where we have not been before. But I invite you in this moment to take solace. To take solace in knowing that there is no place that the Christ has not already been. So even though you are being beckoned to move forward, even though you are being beckoned to go to a place you don't know, don't for one moment believe that the Christ within you has not been there yet. Yes, it takes faith to follow Jesus. But it takes a special faith, a Palm Sunday faith, to go ahead into the unfamiliar. For there is nowhere that the Christ sends us that the Christ has not already been. So today I invite you and implore you and urge you to move forward. Let us go gladly. Let us move boldly. And let us walk bravely into this unknown. Into this place that is unfamiliar. Into this place that we are being called to go. Jesus sent his two disciples saying, go to the village ahead of you. And just as you enter it, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there. One which no one has ridden. Untie it and bring it here. And just as you enter, you will find a colt tied there. So as you enter into this unfamiliar place, you will find a life, an entity, a spirit, a going on, or maybe even a virus that has never been experienced before, one that has never been ridden. So I invite you in this moment to bridle that which you bring to the Lord. Take reins over and take control over using your 12 powers as you lead this life, this entity, this bucking bronco, this wild colt out of the wilderness and into the loving embrace of the Christ. And as you enter, you'll find a colt there one which no one has ridden yet. I invite you to untie it. I invite you to grapple with the knots that are going on within you right now as you set free all the limitations of what's been holding you and holding that colt in place. 
And then I find it interesting that the scripture says, and if anyone asks you why you are doing this, simply say the Lord needs it and I will bring it back shortly. Go ahead of you to a colt that has never been ridden. Find the unbridled life that awaits. Take the life and grab it by the reins. Yes, it may seem like a wild ride, but bring it to the Lord. Bring it to the Christ within you. And if anyone asks, simply say, by bringing this to the Christ, I will be giving the Christ within me all that it needs. And I will bring it lovingly. I will bring it bravely. I will bring it boldly. For I know that once the Christ is through with it, everything will be placed back where it originally belonged. Because I know that life will be exactly as it was supposed to be. Once I've taken that which has never been ridden, that which has never been experienced, to the Christ within me. So it is Palm Sunday. And we've got a long week ahead. Know that during this week, you too may face your own trials. Know that this week you will be called to go on magnificent journeys. This week you may have to crucify old thoughts that no longer serve you. This week you may have to stand in your place and take your spot on the cross and know that this too shall be done. Know that you are being called to make great sacrifice of what was so that you and this community and this country and this world will be resurrected. And we will experience something that we have never experienced before. So yes, there will be a journey. Yes, there will be a trial. Yes, there will be a crucifixion. But yes, there will be a resurrection. There will be a miracle from what is happening right now that we will be talking about years from now, decades from now, centuries from now. And you were there when it happened. So today, whether you are following Christ or whether you are following the Lord or whether you are leading the way, knowing that there's no place you can go that the Christ hasn't been yet, I invite you to be ready for the journey. For this is the time. This is the place. This is the road we've been placed on. So go ahead to the town before you. Go ahead to the life before you. Grab that which is yours to grab. Let go of that which is yours to let go. 
and prepare for your miracle. Hosanna. 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 Save us. Save yourself. Save that which you know for the next step you take. For even though you believe you are ahead of the Christ, you can't be because the Christ is within you. God bless each and every one of you. Namaste and have a beautiful day.